Pastor, I'm here to take you in, Dan said, his face grimacing in pain. Dan, you know me. I would never. David, I must counsel you not to say another word. But Dan is my friend, David protested. David, at this time, you don't have any friends. David stared at the lawyer, his mouth hanging open. You cannot trust anyone. We are fighting for your life, Lonnie Sabine said, standing to his feet. Mr. Sabine is right, Pastor, Don said. As much as I believe you could not murder anyone, I'm an officer of the law. If you say anything, no matter how insignificant, I must enter it in my report. David's lips were dry and numb. He opened his mouth, but no sound came out. Wetting his lips, he tried again. Do, 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 do I have to be handcuffed? he asked, his voice barely above a whisper. No, Dan said, putting his hand on his pastor's shoulder. A single tear ran down his right cheek. The big man didn't wipe it off. The tear dripped off his chin onto the plush carpet David would never see again. As Dan led him down the hallway, Lonnie trailed behind. Doors to offices quickly slammed shut. David felt outrage surging through his heart, most of the employees of Grace Tabernacle he had hand-selected for their positions, some fired from the secular world. He gave them a second chance when others said their work was mediocre at best. Now, like the rest of the world, they were turning on him like a pack of hungry dogs. Coming out of the elevator, the pastor, his lawyer, and the police chief walked through the vestibule. Everything appeared normal. Water still fell from the fountain into the koi pond. The scent of blooming roses perfumed the air, normal, that is, until the police chief opened the door. Security and police officers surrounded the parking lot. Upon seeing the three men, reporters from CNN, CBS, Fox News, NBC, and others surged forward, breaking through the police line. Reverend Paget, Reverend Paget, are you a serial killer? A blonde-haired woman shouted, holding a microphone. Did you murder Linda Derby? Another bellowed. Were you aware she had changed her will? I, uh, David started, wanting to defend himself. Lonnie held up his hand. Reverend Paget is innocent of all charges the state has leveled against him. We have no comment at this time. However, we are eager to be vindicated in a court of law, Lonnie said in a commanding voice, pushing his way through the crowd. Seeing his client safely in the back seat of a patrol car, Lonnie rushed to his Bentley. As Don led the row of police vehicles out of the parking lot, David twisted his head. Looking back at the stately church, they turned on Oak Street past Eden Park. Someone had shut off the fountain. For the first time in years, David felt like an outsider. The chain-link fence, a barrier separating him from all he loved, tears flowed down his cheeks. Behind them, a caravan of police and media vehicles snaked for two blocks— Inside the police cars, the conversations were about another preacher fallen from grace. Some spoke with sadness, others joked. David could recount their words without hearing them. How many times had he engaged in such conversation himself? He ridiculed some preacher overcome by sin. At the entrance ramp to the interstate, the patrol car sped up, lights flashing, sirens silent. David left Grafton for the last time. The prayer in his heart was one of condemnation. All these years I served you, Lord, all the times I sacrificed for you, never again.
he plunged into the chasm he so feared. Darkness enveloped his soul.